Hello, this is Gregory Conley, and today on this podcast, I will be talking to you about Maryland slave narratives, more specifically that of James Carlhart. James was a house slave whose father was the master of the plantation he lived on, and his mother was a house servant of his. This is surprising as in the South at, ta- at this time, it was illegal for a, wi- for a white person to have children with, black- with a black person. However, this made it so James says he had many pleasures that the other slaves on the plantation did not, such as sleeping and eating in the main house or playing with his half-brothers and sisters. This is even more surprising, as when slave masters had children with the slaves, they usually still made them go out into the fields and do work or do other jobs around the house. But James never talked about these in his slave narrative. James even says that his master slash father was thinking about freeing him to let him go up north where he would go to school and be educated, but by that time he was emancipated from slavery and still went on to go to school and become a teacher. This is very surprising, as uh, in the South, at least, uh, this is Maryland, which is a border state, but slaves, it was illegal for slaves to be able to read and write in these areas. And so for the slave master, well, it was his father, but for still the slave master to offer to let the slave go to uh, school and learn to do these things seems to be very rare. And for him to be able to get this opportunity even once emancipated, it's still very rare for that to happen. The things about James Carhaw that didn't surprise me were the way that he described other slaves on the plantation. He said that even though he lived life with many luxuries that the rich slave owner had, the people who still worked in the fields and in the house still received harsh punishments. Um, for wrongdoing, whether that be not doing their work fully as expected by the white overseers that oversaw the plantation, as James says that his planta- the plantation he lived on had about like 300 slaves. So if a slave didn't complete their work or backtalk like uh, Dana would have done, like Dana did in Kindred, then they would be punished harshly. He never, he doesn't say what punishment, but I would assume this would be a whipping or some form of harm to the person, as this was what was common at the time. And another thing that wasn't surprising to me is uh, James describes how slaves on the plantation, when they were given free time, such as on holidays or when their work was done, they took full advantage of this by either singing and playing and doing dances or doing activities outside of work where they weren't monitored as much and even they would still be able to go to church which was located on the plantation next to James. Parallels between the what James told and um and Kindred are in Kindred Rufus and Nigel seem to have a very good relationship or a decent relationship, not of a, not of a master and slave, but of a friend and a friend, as Rufus and Nigel seem to get along very well, and this is kind of similar to the way that uh, James describes his relationship with his half-brothers and sisters, as he says he gets, he got to play with them, and when 
His father would give him money. He would be able to buy toys and still play with him. Nigel wasn't given this, but James was, and he was still able to play with his half-brother, which seems like Nigel was able to do with Rufus, like playing and even being able to go climb trees, and Rufus ends up falling, but they were still playing together. Another parallel I see, I see is that of the relationship of Dana and Kevin as Kevin and Dana are actually married, but when they're in the past, they're acting like they're a slave master and a slave, which is similar to that of the relationship that James describes between his father and mother as his mother was a house slave who was the servant of the homeowner, which is what Dana and Kevin are acting out. Kevin is the servant or the master in the house while Dana is the servant serving the Waylands but also serving Kevin or acting like she is serving Kevin. A detail that I left out earlier was the name of James's father was Franklin Pierce Randolph of Virginia. When James would be would go to church with his with his half brothers and sisters, he would mostly be referred to as Jim Randolph, taking the name of his father. Another detail that I forgot to mention is James would not have only been educated if he had left the plantation, but by the age of twelve, he says he was able to read and write as he was taught by the teacher who was the governess for the Randolph children. Lastly, a detail in his slave narrative that I found interesting was that when he's describing where his plantation is, he says it's located near Fort Sumter, the fort that was surrendered to the Confederates in 1851 or the beginning of the Civil War. This is interesting because the Civil War didn't start till 1861. Now, this might just be a typo, but he says, or to the beginning of the Civil War. I'm leaning more towards it being a typo with how uh, educated James was, but still an interesting thing to see as slaves weren't the most educated people at the time and may, might have been told different dates by different people for different reasons. With that, I will end this podcast and say goodbye. Again, this has been Gregory Conley.